Sessionable. Welcome everyone to Sessionable. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, what do we do again? I've, it's been so long, yeah. I can't remember. I think um, I I kind of called this session to order uh, because it yeah it's it I've noticed that there's a lot of new followers on the Facebook page. And they're probably wondering what the fuck is up with this podcast in <laughs> two or three months. So, yeah, I figured like just catch up, recap what's been happening in the um, in the, the beer industry beer? and yeah. what's, what's been going on with us. I think we're uh, all three of us plus Brad have all been in various states of chaos. Yep. And yeah, yeah, good way to put it. Probably why we haven't recorded for a while. Um, definitely. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I've, I've been doing uni, I'm, I'm on mid-semester break at the moment. Uh, I think Tom's busy, uh, winning. I've got a nine to five. Uh, I'm, I'm out of hot, so out of beer, just, uh, working nine to five. Working for the man. That's, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you won a badge draw recently, didn't you? I did. I won the, uh, the Forest Lodge Hotel, yeah, uh, badge draw. The, I was the first ever winner. They only just started doing the badges and my badge oh, cool. was the first badge ever drawn. It was drawn in the second badge draw. So no one won the first week. Um, well, there you go. So, so you don't have to go to any more since you were the first winner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that beers are on me tonight, guys. So. <laughs> What do we just send you invoices or like yeah, or you, you can work? send them through Liam? Uh, <laughs> um, um, Liam, you've been back hard at work at Batch. Yeah, um, I kind of never stopped. Yeah, um, yeah. How's right. um how's the brew pub scene going these days? Look, it's different. It's still going. Um, yeah, the. COVID restricted uh, inner west is different, but it's still kicking mm. along. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bit of an education experience to let people know why they can't come in sometimes. But um, uh, it's been it's been crazy busy, but just a different busy. I guess yeah. is a good way to put it. Um, is it like is it all bookings and stuff? Yeah, like that? yeah. So it's yeah. pretty much like all bookings. Um, at batch, we can only have thirty people on site. Yeah, um, small batch is only twenty. Um, so pretty much every weekend we're fully booked for the whole day. Okay. Um, yeah. So we yeah. do like, um, hour and 15 minutes sittings, which yep. then like gets us 15 minutes to clear everyone out, basically fire hose the place down with sanitizer and then start again. And that's basically every hour and a half. So yeah. Okay. And you've been, you've been only opening in the evenings on weekdays, right? Um, yeah. So we like so like start a full lockdown probably like the last time we recorded we were like takeaways only for a while and was just basically i was a glorified bottle shop attendant um and then as we were allowed to bring more people in like i think when at one stage was 10 and was like table service um but yeah recently with the like inner west cases we made the call to go to uh takeaways only till five o'clock to basically separate the bar from the production um, yeah. kind of like if, uh, if there was a confirmed case in the brewery while the production team was there, then they would have to isolate for two weeks. It basically would bring the whole brewery to a halt. Yeah. Beers yeah, would be in tanks, not in cans. Things would go down the drain. Things wouldn't get brewed. So yeah. But, um, yeah, as we're looking at stuff now, it, we might be at a point where we could open that back up again, seeing as it's starting to get a little bit more positive, but yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a weird 
um, spot at the moment. I think there's like a kind of uh, feeling that what happened in Victoria might happen here. So yeah, I, having I said that, like we're, people... we're looking okay, but it's definitely a player by year thing. Like yeah, um, and who knows when we re- by the time we release this episode, everything might be different. <laughs> yeah. like, that's the other thing you don't yeah. know. You can't you can't forecast for the next like month because who knows? Who knows what's going to be happening end of September? Yeah, I mean, like it's the last month's been pretty pretty real where there's been some clo- cases very very close mm. to all of us um you know like I, where i live in glebe there was a case like literally on my street a minute to walk up the road um, yeah there yeah, there was there was a, a case in marisville as well wasn't yeah there, there was uh yeah. one dude you who had there? a fucking no. glorious weekend um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you guys did. You guys see that where you could track this guy's weekend? You, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. It's like uh, Aries, like yeah. yeah. Went to the Warren View, got a takeaway bottle of wine, and then two hours later was in the city. Um, and then I love you had like a mad Saturday night, and then didn't resurface again till like six o'clock on Sunday night, where he went to Woolies probably to get some ice cream and a Gatorade or something. <laughs> <really good. laughs> but yeah, so yeah, cases in Marrickville, um, yeah, cases in Glebe, so. Chippendale, Camperdown, so it's been getting pretty close. But um, yeah, look, we're pretty hardcore with our COVID rules. Yeah. Um, to the point where we get sometimes get some complaints that we're too strict. But I don't know what to do with you that. Be. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, right. like what? What's the what's worse? Like not being strict enough, and then being the center of an outbreak, or being too strict and no one gets sick at your venue. Like it's ah, oh, like literally, I was just looking at some reviews today. And like in the same day, we've got a review saying that the staff were miserable and too strict, and then another review saying it was great because we were super strict and it made people feel more comfortable. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't really want to be those pubs that get reported on the news for like breaching, yeah, blatantly breaching. The yeah, world. look, and I tell you what, it is really frustrating when you like you basically spend the whole day saying no to people because you're trying to follow the rules, and then you you walk home. And then you see, like, his pubs, which is, like, just not following any rules at all. Yeah, It's shitty when you're trying to do the right thing and losing money. Or, you know, not making as much money as you could Yeah, by doing the right thing. And you see other people don't. But we can only do what we can do, right? That's it. Mm. And then you got to think with, like, you know, like, Filter just opened this weekend. Imagine opening yeah, no, your business in this, like, yeah. yeah. I know. That's got to be rough. Like... I'm I'm sure they would have been at capacity though. They're fully booked for the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was I was looking at going on Friday night, and uh, they were fully booked. Yeah, um, but it looks yeah. great. It's awesome. It looks beautiful. Yeah, man. no, that's, done a really yeah, that's really cool. cool. I'm, I'm keen amazing, to yeah. keen to go at some point. I don't know when. Yeah, I kind of probably just going to give it a couple of weeks for them to chill out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy for you to get there. Oh, yeah, look, if I can't get there, there's something wrong. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I think the guy's got a, done a great job. The the bar yeah. looks beautiful, and it looks like a really nice, really nice space. Yeah, nice. Um, so what's everyone drinking? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm on the White Bay Sunny Pale. Lovely. Yeah. Finally trying the White Bay beers. They're, they've yeah. been open for a month or so now. Um, really fucking good. Is that um, might even be longer than that? Who knows time these days? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> is that the first oh, one that... you had, Adrian? Yeah, this is the first one I've tried. Yeah. I've also had the 
limited release IPA, which is all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, one, this one's awesome. It's like 4.5% smashable Pacific Ale tight pale yeah. ale. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bought a six pack. Um, this is my last can already. So, yeah. Nice. I can highly recommend it. Yep. Cool. What about you, Tommy? What are you having? So, I'm having a silver bullet, guys. <laughs> Boo. Um, I think I think it'd be interesting. Quick half beer, drinking mainstream lagers. What's, what's going on with you, Tom? Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Oh, I bought a six pack because I uh, I like the look of the six pack, and I wanted to, to try them. So I'm, I'm having a few. I've also got a batch current state of infusion for when I <laughs> smash this. Um, <laughs> rushes. I don't know if uh, for anyone listening, for the new listeners, we're usually a little. Actually, this might be a lie. Usually a little higher energy than this. I don't know. We're all a bit tired. Um, I feel like we say that every second episode, though. So um, yeah. Yeah, it's a usual date. Um, well, so I've got a coffee, coffee. Uh, it's a what is it? Coffee, black currant, dark sour. A dark sour with uh, coffee and black currant. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, I think it's one of the weirdest beers on the market. That's like regular, like somewhat regularly made. Mm. Um, but it's but it's beautiful. It's right up my alley. So um, I'll have that after I finish this uh, Resh's Pilsner. Can yeah? Can we can we quickly talk about the whole Resh's situation? I think yeah. it's a good idea. I, I um and 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 by the sounds of it, Adrian, you and I might have a, a disagreement here. Uh, possibly. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm into it. You're a fan, yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't, I'm I'm not against Resh's, but I'm against the kind of massive the hipsterization of, of Resh's. Well, no, I don't mind that either. But there's just this massive. Fetishization in the media at the moment because of this new silver bullet launch and like good not even CUB that new. For, yeah, good good on CUB for um for taking advantage of it, but mm. at the same time, uh, during these times, we should be focusing on the independent brewers that need the money. Um, so, I, 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 I think don't, that's a fair point. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, I do. Yeah. Uh, again, I think. Um, you know, I bought a six pack uh, from a from a local independent pub. Um, uh, so you know that there is like yeah, I there, guess like you, you can be supporting the independent still. You yeah. know, there, there's multiple levels yeah. to the to, to, to it. It's not as cut and dry. Sure. Uh, yeah. And 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 I'm a, I'm you know fairly regularly a militant like drink indie, but I don't see like what's the difference between drinking a Resh's Pilsner or drinking a Pirate Life. Pirate Life, yeah, yeah. Four pints, yeah. I haven't drunk. I haven't drunk a pirate life for a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But yeah. and also, to be fair, pirate life has been doing some really cool stuff recently. I've actually had yeah. a few pirate lives recently that I've really enjoyed. Um, yeah, they're, they're, there are actually so many different beers coming out from them. Yeah, now, yeah. Um, um, so, so for me, I, I almost look at Resh's, and, and this would be sacrilege to Resh's fans uh, listening to this. I don't know how many Resh's fans we have listening to Sessionable. I see Resh's is almost like in that um, CUB like kind of craft profile a little bit that semi-craft mm. um no, i know it's a heritage I brand I, look i think uh my, my view on it is it's like they're 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 putting the marketing up to 11 for this one yeah which is which is absolutely it's, they're they're right it's really interesting because like the whole like this whole rushes thing is purely a groundswell for like the rushes appreciation that's society it. right yeah yeah that, and, that, and that's like, kind of what I think is interesting about the whole thing. Yeah, like, Resh's have spent nothing on marketing of Resh's for, like, what, 10 years because they knew people were doing it for them. Yeah. And I think, like, the 
I think the only time they've probably spent money on rushes besides like this launch now is like five years ago when I was it like Shady Pines or something got rushes to sponsor some shirts for an event and they had like rushes shirts and it was probably cost them like 400 bucks. And it's probably the most had spent in advertising rushes before that. But, um, but they like it's it's kind of cool. Like people like it. It's got a really big groundswell and a, and a committed Facebook group. And they yeah. listened to that and gave them what they want. And yeah. it's like, and I will say, I as judge, well, like, yeah, yeah, like I, I um, judge how popular like mainstream releases are. It's like when I walk around in the West and you see the tinnies in, in the gutter, and I've seen a lot of fucking Russian tinnies in the gutter. So, yeah, man, I guess it's going well. And I'll, and I'll say as well, like, uh, we can we can talk a lot about the you know the, the the marketing and the market forces and the groundswell behind it, but also at the end of the day, I'm enjoying the beer. Like, it's a tasty lager. Like, it's not crazy. It's not blow your socks off it's not going to change the world but it's just a really clean easy drinking lager and you guys know how much i like some bitterness to it like it's actually quite aggressively bitter for for a lager like yeah it's got flavor like it's not just like it doesn't just taste like water it's actually like as mainstream lagers go um i think it is one of the best in Australia, if not the yeah. best, like it's my like, it's my go to. Like, if you go to a, a non craft pub and it's like just all bog standard lagers, it would be the beer old order. Yeah, and you, you and that's the thing you can get at a lot of places, and that's what's probably good about it. Um, yeah, yep. Right, what are you um, drinking, Liam? Yeah, what about what you? Am Liam? I drinking? Oh, um, I'm kind of towing the company line a little bit, but I'm drinking a Tasman Tango for batch. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't been buying a lot. 375ml colourful can. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I haven't been buying a lot. I haven't been doing a lot of bottle shop buying lately. Um, I haven't been drinking that much lately, to be honest. But um, but yeah, I've, I have been quite enjoying the Tasman Tango. And so, um, and I'm, I'm actually quite dusty at the moment. So it's only 4.5%. So I'm kind of easing my way into it. <laughs> but yeah. You um, D&D last night, right? Yeah. Had a, yeah. Had quite a late one. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll talk about that later, Tom. We've got some catching up yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keen. I'm, I'm, I'm sad I missed it. <laughs> but yeah, we ended up staying up till about one in the morning, playing Dungeons and Dragons, and drinking uh, lots and lots of beers. D and D and D. Yeah, yeah. Dungeons Dragons and Drafts. Yeah, it was good. I noticed um, uh, you, you and uh, let let's do a quick plug for your brother-in-law. Liam, you and Tom were oh yeah, uh, yeah. Play testing a wrestling game. Yeah, I'll tell you a cool story. Um, my brother-in-law uh, Ray is um, uh, be one of those people who got like sort of on standby um, during during COVID, yeah. and um, he's a bit he's an interesting cat. Ray, um, he does stand-up comedy, does a few other things. And a mate of his that he does stand up with and him have been talking for ages about creating a card game. Um, yeah. And so it's something they like half us done for a long time. And then during lockdown, he basically was at home, had nothing to do. So he's launched a, a Kickstarter campaign for a, a, a card playing game. But it's like wrestling um, yeah. called Power Slam. And um, yeah, I think they, they, they've got like two or three, four days to go on Kickstarter, but they're like, they smashed it. They're, they're done. They're, they're, oh, they're going ahead. Awesome. Yeah, it's been funded. Yeah, 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 it's been it's been funded. Like it got funded in like seven days or something like that. Oh, sick! That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they're sort of doing the final final uh, final touches and um, you know, tweaking the rules. And so Tom and I were um sort of doing a I don't know what would you call it, Tom? A, a trial run, a run, yeah, play test, a play you test? know, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, and it was really good fun. So we were at the at the Flodge, the aforementioned Forest Lodge Hotel. I just want to put um, it out there that we're at the Flodge and Tom didn't buy us all beers with his uh, with his winnings. Oh. Um, I definitely bought you a beer, mate. No, I'm, joking. I'm just winding you up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did buy Liam a beer. <laughs> no, you did, you did. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um so yeah, by the time this episode comes out, the Kickstarter will probably be funded. Um yeah. like will it will have finished. So um we'll put a link to it anyway in the show notes yeah. so you can you can have a look at it. Um I'm sure it'll be available uh once it all goes out. Um but yeah, we played it at the Flodge and um with a uh, friend of the show's uh Jackson and James Davey. Um yeah. Uh, James Davy took it away, didn't he, Liam? Oh, he smashed it. He, he smashed us all. Us all. Um, so, what's uh, the actual mechanics? So it's a it's a it's a two to four player game, um, and you've got uh, there's you basically got a hand of cards that are all different wrestling moves. And what you do is like on your turn, you sort of start building the moves out in front of you, so preparing for them. And then once yeah. the moves are sort of powerful enough, you can then activate them and try and. Uh, do a move on one of the other players and take down their hit points. And then once they've taken enough damage, you can choose to try and pin them to, 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 to knock them out. And the more damage they've taken, the easier it is to pin them. Um, but the pin deck is its own sort of deck. And it's like a deck of basically just ticks and crosses. And so the more health they've got left, the more crosses there are. And if you get three, if you pull three random cards out of that deck and, the, and they're all ticks, then they're dead and they're out of the game. And that's it. So it's right. like, Trying to, yeah. to build up these moves to get people's health down, and then once they're at a, once you think they're vulnerable enough, you pin them and you knock them out. Um, and yeah, it was re- it was really good fun. And Davey managed to knock all three of us out. Cool. Yeah. So I just checked as well. I'm not sure when the episode is going up, but the Kickstarter finishes on Thursday the 27th. So we might be. I'll try to get it out before then. Yeah. 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 I think my I think my plan for this one is just to do a quick show notes and do very little editing. And just get it oh, out. But we've done so yeah. much prep work. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I figure like these these online ones, we can just do like a quick turnaround, and then yeah, no, when, we, when we actually do like in person episodes, whenever that will be. Yep. Um, and especially interviews, we'll we'll work on those a bit more. Um, How do you yeah, guys feel? Do you, should... do you do you feel more comfortable in doing an in person episode now? Yeah, I I think I mean I do it, especially. Um, you know, we we kind of want to showcase a few of the local places that need a bit of yeah. you know business. So it'd be good to get White Bay on. Um, Sam from Filter. To, yeah, we've been talking to Tofa for ages about revisiting yeah. them. Uh, so it'd be good to get him on. Yeah. One drop. I wouldn't mind going to yeah, yeah, one drop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think um, we got a lot yeah, to do. So, We're going to be busy. Yeah, yeah. we we'll sort it out. We'll get, we'll get yeah. it all organized. Um, yeah. Uh, we did actually attempt to record an in-person episode not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't go too well, did it? <laughs> so it's, a, it, it, it's another one that goes into the uh, the annals of lost uh, sessionable episodes, I think. It's not lost. It we never started it. <laughs> yeah, because we got to Liam's place to record and it was like, oh, Adrian, you've got the recorder. I've got the rest of the gear. And we we're like, oh shit, all right, we'll just have a drink. And then, like the next day, I was like, 
Liam, I don't have the recorder. And it turns out it was at Liam's place. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure yeah, I played really... Toka for it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was uh, that episode. We we had sort of even done a bit of a theme. We'd gone for like winter warmers, like dessert beers, yeah. dessert beers, and uh, yeah. Um, so we had some we had some nice ones uh, there. Had we had some big beers, yeah. And <laughs> um, what did we have? We had the capital um, uh, first track first Imperial Stout. Yeah, yeah, that's tasting good. That was. That was we good. had yeah. oh, what a mountain culture. We had a. What do we have for Mountain Culture? We oh, the, the the pastry stout, I think. No, it wasn't the pastry stout. It was the other one. That was the other one. Okay. Um, Eudaimon? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They've been knocking out of the park mm. recently. Mm. They have. They have just been. Yeah. Um, they're, one of, they're, they're one of, if not the most exciting craft breweries in Australia right now. Oh, I yeah. mean, the landscape's changed so much, but like, they're yeah. definitely up there, but like... Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of the pivot from hazies to dessert stouts, pastry stouts is going pretty hard at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they're still doing mostly Nipahs because that's their kind of strengths, but they, yeah. they are doing a lot more different ones as well. And I think it's good to have, you know, that each date basically has a, a hazy, you know, hazy, really good hazy brew. brew. Yeah. Um, and it's been interesting as well, sort of with all these breweries, um, they a lot of their sales seem to be online direct sales. Do you yeah, especially, that as well? especially since lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, it's, a, it's much... a much beer during lockdown. I've bought, bought much like online direct from from. Yeah, I've I, I bought a few boxes from um, Mountain Culture, yeah. but they 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 are at the point where they're selling out like within an hour or less. So yeah. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, I, 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 I dig it. Like, it's a good route to market for that for a brewery that's doing like big release things. Um, yeah, it's it's not meaning people are lining up outside in a point where that's not feasible. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I hate lines, so yeah, why not? Yeah. Go for it. Um, um, speaking of beers, you can buy online, and speaking of dessert beers as well, um, I haven't actually bought much uh, direct from brewery beers. Over lockdown, I've just been I've been like driving to breweries and picking stuff up in person. But I did actually pre-order a four pack recently. The first one actually I've done online. Was um, it from mismatch? It was not from mismatch. Although we'll talk about <laughs> that today. Um, no, uh, and um, I don't know if it'll still be available when the episode goes out. But we'll put a link in. It's um, the Hawkers, hopefully Beirut. Ah, uh, nice. You guys seen that totally. one? Yeah. yeah, I was recently reading uh, about that last night. Yeah, so Hawkers have done a um, a baklava barley wine, mm. um, and 100% of the proceeds are being donated to Beirut. Oh, that's cool. Um, which is really cool. Uh, obviously, yeah. um, Hawkers is a you know has a, has a very strong link to to Lebanon. So yeah, um, yeah, I saw that and I was like, that's really cool. So I've uh, I've ordered my four pack. Yes, yeah, um, is another one that sort of saves yeah. so much up my alley. Like it's you know, yeah, yeah. The, the Hawkers um, like bigger beers. Like they're stepping up their game a lot. Yeah, yeah I've, I've had a few um, some customers have sort of brought in some some hazy beers from Hawkers recently. That they're actually I've been very impressed. By. Yeah, not that I have not been impressed, but like, yeah, they're definitely um, definitely doing some some of those bigger hype releases and getting. I haven't had any of their hazies. 
Yeah, they're doing some good stuff, man. But clearly there's like some good brewing pedigree in there. So, I mean, I I'm, I can't remember ever having a bad beer from them. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for that. Uh, so we'll put a um, link to that in the show notes. And, uh, show notes. And even if the beer's gone, um, yeah. I think that they they'll still probably have that page up. And there's a bunch of paid uh, buttons to like donate to um, yeah. different different charities in Beirut that uh, are helping with rebuilding. Um, yeah. So, um, Tom, do you yeah. know if that beer's going to like to bottle shops and stuff like that as well? I don't know. Uh, I've uh, um, I I do know uh, a few people are going to be trying to get some. Um, yeah, but I'm, I've got no idea if uh, it's going to go to bottle shops or not. Um, but I thought I'll just uh, you know buy a buy a buy a four pack. So Tom, now that you're not working in the beer industry, do you find it easier to drink all these beers or harder? Um, it's a little bit of both. Like. I find I'm enjoying the beers more when I drink them, um, because I'm I'm coming at it not from like. There's a few reasons I'm drinking less uh, ac- across the board, which is good. Um, hospitality, just you just drink and drink and drink. Yeah, uh, and, I have and, and, no um, idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So not being in hospo, I I like now finish the work day and I go ah. Oh, I might have a cup of tea in- <laughs> <laughs> as my knockoff. What? Do you mean, mean uh, going to matter or like actual tea? <laughs> no, actual, actual <laughs> grey tea, to be honest, but like actual tea. Um, and, uh, you know, but which is, which is lovely, you know, sitting on the couch, having yeah. a cup of tea, playing a video game or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's nice and it's not, you know, I'll just say I'm not still drinking lots of beer. I'm still drinking lots of beer. But now I'm drinking it more from a... Oh, I can drink this beer. Oh, I can drink this beer. Oh, I can drink this beer to enjoy the beer rather than, you know, in my previous couple of roles, I was the guy who had to know every beer on the market so I could make sure that we had the best beers on the market on our list. Yeah. And, you know, Liam, you've, you've been that guy before. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it just means that, like, you're not drinking different beers necessarily to enjoy them. It means you can still enjoy them, but that's not... You're also always in the back of your mind going, like, Oh, maybe I should get a keg of this. Oh, how much do you think they charge mm. for a keg? Oh, four hundred. Probably wouldn't pay that. Maybe three fifty. Like, and then you're just like, "Fuck!" I just want to have a fucking beer. Like, whereas I don't have to worry about that anymore. If I want a beer, I get a beer. Um, yeah. I go to the bottle shop. I go to the flodge. I go to you know, bit of fuel or tap house or whatever, uh, and, and just have a beer and just sit down and enjoy the beer. So yeah, that's, no, I, that's kind I, of where I'm at at the moment. I dig it. I get what you're saying. I, it was like when I like finished and did the Cicerone exam and it took me like six months to be able to just have a beer and not have to analyze every single part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and nowadays, like if I like finished work and have a beer, so I was like, oh, what did you have? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I just it went down. But um, yeah, exactly. yeah, it was, took me a long time to sort of have the like analytical mode of drinking and just having a beer and enjoying yourself with, with friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely, um, and and so yeah. Now I'm 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 not drinking at home as much by myself. Um, I'll drink when I'm like you know playing D and D with you guys, or you know going to going out to a bar and stuff. I know I'm not. I used to drink at home a lot. Like I'd get home from work, 
and I'd have a beer in front of the couch or I'd have a beer with dinner every day and all of whatever. But uh, that's definitely been going down, which is good because uh, th- th- that's uh, that can get a bit problematic. Mm. But then now you, you've got, do you have more income to spend on beer? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other part. Like not, I'm not, it's, I'm, it's not that I'm making more money. I'm making, I'm actually making the exact same amount of money. Uh, but I'm, because I'm not with, in Hospo, you also, you're always out. You, you never, yeah. you, you know, finish late, now, you, you cook yeah. at home less. You, yeah. I almost never cooked at home when I was doing Hospo. And now I'm cooking at home a lot. Like I'm, I'm basically at least once a week cooking up four or five meals to put in the fridge. So I've got a bunch of meals at home. Like, yeah, nice. I'm yeah. doing, doing, doing that. And like, that's been great. It's been, it's been good fun as well. Trying to figure out what. What's something that's good enough that I can make like four or five of and still enjoy four or five of them in the same week and not be sick of it by the end otherwise because then I'll just, you know, what's that going? Yeah, so that's been been fun. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But it means that when I I do have beers, I can can enjoy it more. Um, That's sort of, yeah, my my take at the moment. Mm. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yourself, Um, Adrian? Because you're... you're, uh, not uh not really doing hospo stuff as much anymore yeah i'm 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 currently unemployed um i was nominally employed in hospo still when before covid but i was like one one shift a week mm-hmm. so yeah I, I i found the same things um definitely being a, like being able to enjoy going out and drinking a lot more without the kind of the connotations of oh, you know, I have to think about, you know, oh, how are they? How do these guys get this beer and we didn't? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep there's of. that as well. <laughs> yeah, I hate, I hate that. It sucks. <laughs> um, actually, trying beers more than what we have at work mm-hmm. is another great thing. Says a guy who just finished work at a brewery and he's drinking his own his own beer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's been fun. Um, I wouldn't say I'm drinking at home less. I, I'm probably drinking at home more, but that's mo- mostly a lockdown thing. Yeah, that's just than, a function yeah. of being at home more. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've uh, like um, stocked up a fair bit during lockdown and bought some stuff from breweries. But the stuff I bought, I've bought is like not just everyday stuff, but things you want to share. With mm. people, yeah. so I've definitely stocked my cellar up because I it was something I haven't done for a while. But now I have a heap of beers that I don't want to drink by myself. Yeah. But um, yeah, the wildflower collection at home is getting a bit ridiculous. Nice. I, I actually had to like wait till uh, it was recycling day to get a whole bunch of boxes from deliveries <laughs> broken down <laughs> in the bit at home. <laughs> I was having flashbacks of work breaking down cardboard boxes, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I've got to, I've bought some really rad stuff, but like I, I want to yeah. share them with people. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, so how about we take a quick break? I think yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah I'm so. about ready to the beer. Yeah. Sessionable. Yeah. All right, we're back. All right, we've got a few, uh, few, few little bits of news to talk about and then uh, get into records, right? Have yeah. you guys got into another beer yet? I um, haven't. I, I, I had, but that was during the last segment. I I finished my silver <laughs> bullet and I went to the um, 
uh, current state of infusion. What are you? Did you change, Flame? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just pulled myself uh, a status quo from Mountain Culture. Yeah, I love it. Nice. I, I reckon. Had, that's I don't think I've had it before. Like... Oh, really? It's a mm. cracker. I think it's like probably the best mainstream, uh, the, the best core range beer in Australia. In my that's in a big call. Opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good beer. It's great. Love it. Yeah, it's great beer. Yeah. 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 Like cool. to have to have like a hazy that's a regular release. Core range, yeah. That's that good. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. You know, you, you know that the hazy scene's really good in Australia when it's like that. Yeah, my sister like with her job has to go up to the mountains quite a fair bit, and so I just put in orders. And yeah, like, sick. I'm pretty sure I asked for a four pack of Status Quo, and only two of them came back. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining. <laughs> Yeah, get it to pick up those special releases because they usually have extras at the the tab yeah. room that yeah, they yeah. don't go online. Yeah, Ooh, dude. yeah, yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, nice. It's great beer. Um, cracking. In some other news, there was a bit of news up in uh, in Newcastle. Um, so what's going up? Modus... What's going up in mining country? So Modus uh, is uh, they, they announced it a while ago, but they finally got approval for their for a site up in Merriweather. In Newcastle, yeah, cool. Um, so that'll be that'll be interesting. But I think the uh, the bigger news and and uh, what I I really like, I think it's good news is um, so founders first, uh, who actually I think renamed to Mighty Craft or something. Really? Um, yeah, I think they've they've done that for their like they'll be founders first for um, uh, for, the, the for like, capitalists. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think their craft business is been rebranded to I think it's called Mighty Craft or something like that. Um, but they have bought uh, the uh, Hunter Brewing Co. at Potter's Hotel in the Hunter Valley. Um, yeah. Which is a long-standing um, uh, craft brewery up in, in Hunter. Um, yeah, and, um, yeah, old yeah, yeah, old school. Um, and yeah. uh, they're, they're bringing that into the Foghorn fold. So that is now a Foghorn um, brewery uh, secondary site. Um, yep. which is really cool. They're still going to do sort of their classic Hunter beer. So Hunter Box still going to be there. Hunter Kolsch. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Slaked Mad Magpie. Um, but they'll also have a bunch of Foghorn beers. They'll be brewing out of both. Uh, and what's really cool as well is that the, the, the sort of the brewing team from Hunter are, are sticking around as well. So um, uh, Keith from Hunter, who... Uh, I'm pretty sure we've all met many times. Um, he's yeah. a legend. He's a legend. Uh, he's now uh, part of the Foghorn family, which is really cool. Um, yeah. Foghorn have been making incredible beers since they opened. Yeah, um, we've had Sean on, on the on the podcast. We have. Before as well, haven't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think this is really cool That's news. cool. I love I'm it. Excited. It's great. Because um, yeah. Hunter Beerco has been a, a very much an incubator for some pretty successful brewers who have come out of working there as mm. well. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh. and I think, um, I'm not sure if it's still the same brew team right now, but the last time uh, I went up there, you know, everyone was really awesome and mm. took care of us. So, yeah. It, last um, time when I was up there was a couple of years ago. It was Keith and yeah. then it was, uh, besides Keith, and a whole female brewing team as well. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, yeah, and it's also like it's it's also good for the beer lover who goes into wine country to have 
a good place to go to. Yeah, up there. Yeah. I, I know that there's a couple of more now, but you know, back in the day, that was the only place. And it's good that I I, I, I like that. Yeah, you said back in the day, like again, Hunter Hunter Beer Co has been around for you know a long time. It's one of the one of the OGs, yeah. uh, and and it's it's cool that sort of. Uh, now it's got its like it's it's changing obviously, but it's going to live on in its own sort of way. Yeah, yeah and it's got some yeah. financial backing to do, do some yeah. stuff it might not have been able to do previously. It's great. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, awesome. Um, any other bits of news? Well, we touched on it before, but I think Filter finally getting their their venue is is a big one for Sydney. Yeah. Um, very exciting. I tell you what, we're going to need to get up to Northern Beaches again soon. There's a lot of stuff going up there. I think there's like two or three new breweries oh, yeah. coming up that side. Yeah, cool. And there's still some other ones like we haven't been to either. Oh, yeah. Um, Speaking of new breweries, I, I went down south to Resin Brewing as well in the last couple of months. Where's um, Resin? It's in uh, Bulleye. Ah, cool. Yeah. Um, Not to be compl- confused with Bulleye Brewing Company, which is yeah. in Port Kembla. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, so they've got this cool heritage building that they brew out of. It's also a brew pub. It's right next to the train station as well. So I love good that. For, good for day trips. Awesome. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. For the sound of things, their beers are getting better and better as well. So always good. One to watch out for. Yeah. What did you have when you went there? Um, one that stood out for me was the Raspberry Berliner, which, you know, it's funny because that sounds so cookie cutter these days, mm-hmm. but do you remember when yeah, that was they, crazy? They do a really good one. Do you remember when that wasn't cookie cutter? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah, it's, it's up there with some of the better ones of, in terms of Raspberry Berliners. So yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. All right. Um, so we yeah. go on to some recos guys. Oh, yeah, I that's think a that's a great idea. Yeah. Cool. Um, have you guys heard of Slow Lane Brewing? No. Um, so they're at Mascot Way, I believe. Okay. Um, give me a sec. I'm just going to check exactly where they are. In Botany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah that, is there brewing. another brewing precinct opening up? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I have heard of Slow Lane. I haven't had anything from them, though. Yeah, so... I'm. I only had two of their beers, but I believe it's very much Belgium inspired. Mm. Um, like I know they've got a grisette. They do have a, like a, a mango and passion fruit sour. But the one that, the two that I I tried that I really enjoyed was, um, there was one called Foundation, which is a barrel aged farmhouse ale, um, which it was a little heavy on the barrel character, but like for, for a new brewery, I thought it was fucking outstanding. The one I loved was uh, it was a Belgian Blondale. Um, yeah, nice. Cans. Yeah, um, I believe you can go and visit them. Um, I'm not sure if they've got a full tasting room where you can just buy some takeaways there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a pretty small operation. But yeah, I think for a brewery that's like what three or four months old, whatever it is, the the quality of beers coming out of there was was mm-hmm. really really exceptional. Yeah, nice. Um, and I think it's called the Refractory. Is the Blondale? Yeah, really, cool. really, really lovely. Great beer. Botany, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we might, we might have to do a bit of a trip to Botany, guys. <laughs> Mate, we've got one drop. We've got Slow Lane. I think there's something yeah. else out there as well. Yeah. Very yeah okay, cool. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I've got a couple of uh, little 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 beers to recommend. Nothing uh, nothing massive, but um, 
Uh, I had the chance to try uh, the new Capital XPA the other day. It's part um, of the core range now, is that right? New core range XPA, yeah. So it's not Summit. Yep. Um, it's not yep. a session XPA. It's a, it's a new um, full-strength XPA. Uh, somehow tastes lighter than Summit Session XPA, which is the <laughs> 3.5. Weird. Uh, it's, I think it's my new favorite um, of that like barbecue beer XPA style. I, I just, I, okay. I really dug it. Just like really drinkable. You can, you can smash pints and pints and pints of it. And I did um, on a Monday night at the Flodge. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a good idea. I, sometimes I forget I work nine to five Monday to Friday now. Um, but it was, uh, it was, it was great fun. Um, really nice beer. Uh, and the other one I was going to recommend uh, is the, the new, and I think it's the last in the series for the year. Um, the new uh, powder day um, from Nomad. Uh, the oh, salted yeah. caramel uh, dessert stout, um, oh, which okay. I really enjoyed. I thought that had a really nice, like balance of sweet and savory, a uh, really nice, like salty character, which is again something Nomad has been able to to use well in their beers um, for quite a while. So it was actually really cool to see that in a, in sort of a sweet stout. And um, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's one that I had, I had a can of, and now I'm sort of like, oh, where can I get another can of that? I might go, I, don't, I might want another can of that. Like, it's hmm. uh, yeah, that was that was really tasty. I really enjoyed that. I'll keep an eye out for that. Yeah. The powder is the powder. They are they all sweet stouts? That whole yeah, mil- milk stouts. I think milk yeah. stouts. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. And that I think really I vaguely, nice. vaguely recall having one. Yeah, we we had the powder day on tap at the tap house when it came out. Oh, okay, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna recommend this little known brewery from New Zealand called Garage Project. Oh, who are Sorry, they? what project? Garage Project. Oh, okay, oh. I never heard of them. Yeah. They're um, based in Wellington. They've been going around for a while, but nobody's really paid attention. No. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, everyone knows Garage Project, yeah. but they've been really kind of ramping up their Australian profile for the last year or so. Yeah. And Another brewery the doing that, direct online sales quite a bit. Yeah, now well. to, to the point that you can get some of their fresh stuff pretty much the same time as New Zealand are getting them, which is insane. Yeah, wow. Um, so, yeah, they're... Their high paisies have been fucking good recently. They they do a monthly one, but they then they also do like the odd special release. Um, Sunrise Valley, which you and I had, Tom. Yeah, yeah, we enjoyed that. Was um, bloody amazing. Really, really uh, good. Um, I thought that was just like just spot on, pitch perfect. You know. Yeah, uh, it was one of the best I've had recently. Yeah. Uh, hazy days, which yeah. I haven't had yet. I had the hazy but... days the other night, and that was that was. Similarly, yeah, to, I need just, to get my hands on one. No, um, nothing wrong with it. Um, yeah, yeah, I really want to try it. So yeah, check out the Ooh. kind of hazy series from Garage Project, and you can order them from their website as well. Which cool, is really cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. All right, non beer, non beer, sweet. Come on, Tommy. Um, I know you got about fifteen. You go first. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's, let's kind of break it down by category. So who wants to start? Yeah. Um, what what category should we start with? Should we, do we want to go TV, games? They're the main things I've got, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. TV. Yeah, TV. Um, yep. So TV-wise, uh, I am going to recommend um, the new Star Trek series, uh, which is Star Trek Lower Decks. 
Oh, is that the animated one? It is. Uh, it yeah. is an animated Star Trek show. It's sort of like they've got some of the animators and, and writers from um, Rick and Morty uh, and some yeah. other stuff like that. Um, it's not as, like, balls to the wall as Rick and Morty. It's still pretty, like, yeah. full on. It's like a comedy thing, though, It's right? a comedy Star Trek show that, like, instead of yeah. focusing on the bridge crew, it focuses on, like, the brand new, like, ensigns who live on the lower decks and, like, they yeah. like other ones who are crawling through the Drefi's tr- tubes and fixing everything, and um, and it's uh, it's very good. Uh, it's not currently airing on anything in Australia, um, so find it is my recommendation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. Um, also recommend. I've only watched the first episode because that's all that's come out uh, as of the recording of this podcast. But the first episode of Love Car- Lovecraft Country is just incredible. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm keen to keen yeah. to really that. cool. Um, it's uh if you liked um Watchmen, it's got a very similar sort of feel in that it, it it's sort of tying in these like genre tropes with some really hard hitting social commentary. Um uh and it's uh it, it's somehow it's both a love letter to like Lovecraftian horror and also a rebuke of Lovecraft as a person. Like he was a horrible horrible, horrible racist. Um, he was super racist. Yeah, and that and that sort of it's what the show it's kind of it's kind of doing both. It's based on a book which I haven't read, but I've heard is really good. Um Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um and then um yeah, that they're, they're my main uh TV. I've also been re binging uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer on on Stan, because uh, that's a great show. And if you haven't watched Buffy, you should watch Buffy. It's great. Uh it's yeah. very nineties at times, but also at times it feels like it was made last year, so you know. Cool. It uh it holds up. I've yeah, been... never, never really got into Buffy. I yeah. love it, and it's all on Stan now, so it's it. super, yeah. super, super great. Like first season um, is really good, uh, but first season is very like Monster of the Week, and then then they sort of get more serialized and more like drawn out yeah. storylines, and it's it gets really good. Cool. Um, I've been, uh, I pretty much binged the entire series of avatar yes uh, avatar the last airbender which Have i you... never watched growing up because oh. it was kind of after my time yeah it's so good um, one of the best tv shows yeah, ever ne- made i yeah, reckon netflix <laughs> have the kind of yeah. hd version yeah. now which is good uh, they have they had they didn't have it for a long time they had the sd version which was mm. it looked really bad on current tvs um yeah it was awesome and now uh, there's three se- seasons of that of about 20 episodes each um, watched in a couple of weeks, and then I've started on Legend of Korra as well, yes. which is on Stan. Yeah, nice. Um, which is different. It is it's different. very different. It's yeah, still very good, but it is different. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm up to season two. Apparently, season three is amazing, but I, yeah, looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Um, also on Stan, I've started watching Search Party. I've been wanting Have to watch guys... that. Yeah, heard of that? Um, I haven't watched it yet, but it's kind of like this: this girl goes missing and. Um, another the main character that knew her from school starts looking for her, but a lot of it's just like her friends being awful, and it's just very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it. Um, what else? Oh, have you guys seen Zero Zero Zero? No. So that's on SBS. SBS. On yeah. Um, it's an Italian, or well, it's made from Italy, but. It focuses on this uh, three different threads um, connecting through this global drug ring. Hmm. 
So you've got the Italian sellers, uh, you know, the Italian mafia, pretty much. Uh, you got the Mexican drug makers or drug dealers, and then you've got the the American uh, negotiators that kind of make the deal between the two. Yeah, and it's super gritty, violent, really good, really well written, great actors. Yeah, highly recommend. It's Thanks. only eight episodes, so you can binge it in a weekend. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. I've been smashing like heaps of British crime shows. Yeah, nice. Oh yeah. Um, and I just finished watching. It's called um, The Fall. Oh, The Fall's amazing. With it's got Gillian Anderson in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If you ever watch it, it's like a. Well, it's basically there's like a follows Gillian Anderson's like a, a police officer or like a super hotshot, and then she's tracking the, like a serial killer basically. Yeah. And the dude who plays a serial killer is crazy scary which i apparently he's um oh what's he's been in something really trashy he he was in 50 shades i'm pretty sure yes that's it yeah yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 i was watching it and then my flatmate walks in she's just like oh is that the guy from 50 shades i'm like how do you know <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah he's really good as well but yeah um it's, I think it's over three seasons, and it's on it's Netflix. Three seasons. I've only watched the first two because I hear the third season's really shit. No, I like the third season. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it is very different the third yeah. season, but um, I did like it. But yeah, okay. um, yeah, really recommend it. And I think there was another one which is oh, Line of Duty, um, which is basically like the police anti-corruption unit. Mm. Yeah, and it's I think over three seasons as well. Yeah, Not cool. as classy, but still worth watching. And I. I would put money down that Brad has probably recommended it at some point. Yeah. Before. Yeah, prob- probably. <laughs> he'll, he'll let us know. And um, then the other thing I've just started rewatching is, um, everyone ever watch Misfits? Yes. Uh, Misfits. Which is like that. Um, have you seen it, Adrian? No. Oh, it's, it's pretty old. Oh, it's probably, yeah. probably about 10 it's years about old. It's, it's, like, it's like, it'd, yeah. it'd be about what, 10, 10 years old, 10, yeah. 12 years old. And it's maybe. like these, um, these uh, it's like British one of these kids are all on community service and then they like, they get struck by lightning and they all have like really weird superhuman powers. Um, like one of them can read minds. One of them can go invisible, but only when no one's looking at him. Um, yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny. Um um, but one yeah. of the actors is um uh he's the one he's the guy who plays um uh Ramsey Bolton in um Game of Thrones. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. 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 So he's in it and he's creepy. He's like the but in a guy. different yeah. different kind of creepy. Yeah. 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 Less uh, chopped off penis creepy, more just creepy creepy. Creepy creepy. Yeah. He's yeah. uh he's very yeah. good. It's a very yeah. Misfits is great. Um, I do love Misfits. Yeah. But that's what I've been watching lately. Nice. Um, just to bring it back as well to previous recommendation, uh, Taskmaster is now on SBS On Demand. Woohoo! So they've, they've, yeah, uh, they're, they're doing it weekly because it's airing on, on TV. But, on SBS, yeah. Yeah. It's, All um, right. I might have to just start watching it weekly. I'll, I'll do that. I yeah. love love Taskmaster. Um, yeah. I've got to uh, admit, I haven't watched a single thing of Taskmaster. Oh, mate, oh, you, you should. It is, it is. You'd, you'd yeah. love it. It, is, it is very yeah. good. Um, uh, I've got a movie recommendation, just one. Yep. Um, I watched Palm Springs the other day. What's uh, that about? So Palm Springs is, um, it's, uh, Andy Samberg's new Oh, movie. okay. And it's basically, 
Oh, I don't know. I don't think I want to give too much away. Um, All right. Uh, I'll give. Look, I'll give basically the, the the general premise of the movie away. It is it is Groundhog Day made in twenty twenty. Okay. Right. Um, it's a time loop movie. Um, but with Andy Samberg, and uh, it's very very good. I would recommend it highly. Um, is it very Andy Samberg? No. Uh, it's sort of like. I mean, it, it is in a little bit, but it's not like Lonely Island, like full okay. on. It's like right. he, he's very good in it. He 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 actually yeah. works really well because he kind of has that same like lovable douchebag uh, energy that Bill Murray does in um, yeah, in Groundhog Day. <laughs> it's like fuck, I don't want. I, like I actually think I would hate this guy if I ever saw him. But also, he's got so much charisma. God damn it! Like <laughs> you know, you know that that thing that Bill Murray has, like. Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, he seems like a douchebag, but he's very charismatic while doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Andy Samberg's got, got, got a lot of that going on in, in this movie. And uh, it's also got um, Kristen Milioti, who she was the mum in... She was the mother in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, she's actually really good, uh, as bad as the last few seasons of How I Met Your Mother were. She's very good, and she's very good in this. Yeah. Um, mm. So, uh, and also, um, J.K. Simmons is in it. So I, I don't need to say much more. Cool. Because cool. J.K. Simmons is in it. So yeah, you should just watch it based on that. Um, um, I'm going to recommend, in terms of movies, I'm going to recommend Black Klansman. Oh, I, I love that movie. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's, I think it's on Netflix. So, yeah, check it out if you haven't seen it. Yeah. It's a Lee movie. Yeah. Um, then I haven't watched a lot of movies lately, but I did like Black Klansman was something I just stumbled upon. It was on Netflix, like oh, I watch this, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But then last movie I watched was it um Doctor Sleep. I haven't watched that. Oh, that's Which the sequel like, to The Shining, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I haven't watched that um, either. Oh, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, because I, I love The Shining as well. The Shining yeah. is one of my favorite movies of all time. So, um, and I haven't read the books, but I I believe that Doctor Sleep sort of like it's into like. One foot's like a sequel to the movie, and other other foot's a sequel to the book. So it sort of toes the line between the two a little bit. Okay, but um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Ewan McGregor's awesome. I like him. As, I love him as an actor, and a, I, I thought it was a really cool movie. Yeah, sweet. What's that on? Uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, it's a long. I think it's pretty long. Um, but yeah, watch it. It's great. Sweet. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, other wrecks. Yeah, I've got games. Games are wreck. Yep. Um, uh, I think between the last episode and this episode, I, uh, got really into, on Adrian's recommendation, mostly, and another friend of ours, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um. Yeah, I actually haven't played it, but, yeah. It's very, very good. I, it, it, because yeah. it strips away a lot of the bullshit I don't like about Assassin's Creed games. I've never really gotten into them. Uh, it's they basically get a bit just a, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's like the whole meta narrative. I hate the meta narrative. Really yeah, it, it, yeah it, it, this is it's basically just an action RPG set in ancient Greece, uh, and yep. it's great. Like, it's really fun. Um, so I've been been getting a lot of getting a lot of mileage out of that. Uh, so I, I recommend that. And um, the other game that I've been playing quite a bit recently, uh, which is utterly ridiculous, uh, is Fall Guys. Yeah, outside of playing it, it's good fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's basically. Have you seen Four Guys, Adrian? Yeah, I actually watched a few clips yeah. since you like recommended it to me. So yeah. it's a, it's it basically like, yeah. for listeners who don't know what it is. It is um, 
Takeshi's Castle or Wipeout or like one of those like like ridiculous um, game shows where it's you know a bunch of contestants trying to climb up a slippery slope or you know cross a, a go across a, a pool of slime while things are spinning and trying to hit them. Except you're playing this against you know forty to fifty other people online and you're all these little bouncy like bean things um mm. and it's very stupid uh it's very ridiculous uh but it, it is it is a lot of good fun and it's um very uh, frustrating too it is very frustrating <laughs> the thing about it is like it's very frustrating but then the game's over and you just start a new one it's like yeah, every round's yeah, really yeah. quick so it's not like i don't know i, I and, and because it's so stupid it's not like frustrating you're like oh i was i was so close like you know i should have won that it's like ah. Oh, mm. Oh well, you know, I was unlucky. Yeah. I'll go next time. Like that's sort of the the feel. It's it, a good, it is like pick up game if you sort of like spend twenty minutes on something and not like yeah, you know, spend all day playing the same game. I also think anyone can play it. Like it is, yeah. it is not hard to play. You don't, and because you, the, the secret is you don't have to be good at it. Like it's not <laughs> about it's not about winning that game. Yeah, so, it's good fun. I like. Yeah, it, it is yeah. good fun. And and if you don't have a, a PS4 or a PC, I think they're the only two options at the moment. Um, just look up some clips on YouTube because it's fun to watch as well. Yeah, like it—it's just stupid fun. It's pretty cheap, isn't it? Like thirty bucks or something like that, right? Um, yeah, I think if you're a PS Plus member on PlayStation, it's free at the moment still. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, until uh, I think it's the month's free game. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I highly recommend it, especially if you've got a PlayStation and a PlayStation Plus membership. Cool. Sweet. Actually, I've been I've been smashing a lot of games on the Xbox Game Pass membership. Yeah, oh, yeah, awesome. It's kind of like a few dollars extra over the the monthly Xbox Live membership, but you get tons of free games. And I've actually, yeah, I played a bunch of those. Uh, finished Remnant from the Ashes, which is kind of like a Souls like shooter. Okay. Um. Yeah, started started playing a few other ones. Yeah, it's very very good value, I'd say, especially if you're already Xbox Live subscriber. How much is um, it? I think it's like fifteen a month. No, oh, that's that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, and the other game I've played recently, which isn't on Game Pass, but it's awesome, is called Snow Runner. Oh, I've actually watched some videos of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome! It's so I would describe it as the Dark Souls of truck games. <laughs> um, yeah, you basically go around, deliver stuff. You know, you, you repair bridges, you rescue, you know, bogged down trucks and everything like that. And yes, yeah, it, it can be pretty hard, but super rewarding as well. Super fun. Sick one. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good bugs as well. Like some. All, like sometimes you do something and your car just flips up into the air. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. I um I like have been buying heaps of games on like on Steam and stuff like that during lockdown and just not playing them. Yeah. Just because there was like <laughs> heaps true. of stuff that was really cheap. So um I bought what did I get? Oh Far Cry five and Far Cry New Dawn. Okay. Yeah, they're meant to be pretty good. Yeah, and they're like yeah. both of them. Like you get both of them for like thirty dollars for the yeah, two. Yeah, I, I bounced yeah. off Far Cry Five pretty hard, but uh, New Dawn apparently is really good. I, I just yeah. finished Far Cry Five, which I enjoyed, but um, yeah, yeah. just started New Dawn. But I was like, oh, it's because it's like 
very the same. I, I think I need a break first. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. But um, I'm but yeah, the, the same league from Assassin's Creed. Yeah, oh, this is the same game again. Yeah, I mean, like there's differences. Yeah, but like, yeah. and I think they're, they're actually built on the same world, but it's like years apart. So like, yeah. a lot of the, the maps are the same as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the other game that I'd bought, I'd forgotten about, and it was like the other day, I was like, oh, I've got that. It was the the Doom Eternal or do the new Doom nice game. Sick. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, because yeah. I like the the one before that I really enjoyed as well. So yeah. I've just started playing that. It's been good fun. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, my other game recommendation, which is not a um, a video game, is um, I've been I've been playing heaps of D and D recently. I like so much D and I'm in like four different games. Uh, <laughs> and uh, how do you keep a... up with four different campaigns? Well, I, I run two and I play in two. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, and, um, what I've been really enjoying is, uh, there was a new book released, uh, I think at the start of this year or late last year, um, for Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition called Eberron Rising from the Last War, uh, which is sort of a campaign setting for a, uh, a different world to play D&D and other than the, the, the standard fantasy world. And it's like got a bit of like, uh, got a bit of like steampunk, steampunk aesthetic, got a bit of like swashbuckling adventure, it's really cool, um, and I've been really. I've I've started a new campaign uh, that I'm running in using that book uh, and that sort of uh, world, and it's been really fun. I've been reading books set in that world. I've been really getting into it. Um, it's been great. Cool. Yeah. Sick have one. you guys Have you guys seen that? Um, the D and D map maker. It's like kind of IKEA style. I know the one you're talking drawing. about. Yeah. 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 It looks pretty cool. It looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably good if you're running a couple of campaigns. Yeah, I might. I, I've looked. I've looked into to a few different options. Um, yeah, yeah. I did have an experience the other day where I thought I'd set up this epic big boss battle, and uh, uh, <laughs> Liam and the rest of my players destroyed the boss within like two, three rounds, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't expect that to happen." Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do hey, now. I uh, smashed it. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I'm, so sorry what that means is I'm just going to have to make, make everything harder. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did well. Yeah. It was we, you did, you did do well. Like that, that's the other thing. Like you, 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 it wasn't like there, there was some luck involved, but also you guys played really well. So that's, that's D and D. Yeah. The other cool thing is Tom 3d printed us all like, uh, drinking mugs from his 3d printer. Yeah. I saw those. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. sick. <laughs> You have to put some photos up in the show notes. Some that was sick. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, um, I'll take some. I'll, uh, t- I'll, I'll put it. I'll take a photo of my one and, and uh, send it. To yeah, me. they're kind of like can holders. Right? They are can holders. So yeah, they're not. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't actually drink from them, but they're perfectly uh, sort of calibrated to fit a a standard beer can in. And you can put little. I've I've printed little like inserts so you, for different size cans. So they all fit perfectly. Yeah, sick. Yeah, um, that, that I actually didn't. Uh, that, that's another recommendation, I guess. I didn't actually design them. Um, there's a website, uh, Ars Moriendi 3D, who who did all the designs, and I purchased the 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 3D files from them and printed them myself. Cool. Yeah, um, that was so, sick. So if you've got a 3D printer and you're looking for something cool like that, give it a go. They're they're really they you do have to pay for the design. It's not free. Um, but uh, I think it's worth really, it. That, that was really amazing. high quality. Like they look so good when you print them. Um, so I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, sweet, awesome. All right, so um, we wrap it up, guys. Yeah, yeah. Wrap it up. yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. If you're a new listener, 
to the show, welcome. Uh, we we do usually record a lot more than we have been. Um, oh, we've got the best excuse of all time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very <laughs> true. We're milking it for all it's worth. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. If you if you are a first time listener or if you're a long time listener as well, um, you can always uh, rate or review us on um, Apple Podcasts or whatever your podcast platform of choice is. Um, all of our contact details are on sessionable.net as well as all previous episodes. Um, yeah, cool. Awesome. All right, guys. Good uh, to speak to you again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, catch you next time. Yeah, we'll see you both soon. Yeah, absolutely. Right, see, ya. see ya. Bye. See ya.